welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me, as always, is my mom. Hi, mom. How's it going? Hi, Ellen. It's one of those situations where we haven't done this for a while, so I, I was know, like, I feel am, I gonna remember? am I going to remember how to do this? <laughs> I know. Uh, today we are going to be talking about Bringing Down the Duke by Evie Dunmore in today's mini episode. But first, mom, what is your New Year's resolution? Oh, Ellen. Um, same as it is every year. Try to take over the world. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't do New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Just, you know, mine try is, to make this year better than last year. Yeah, mine is to try and figure out my shit a little bit more this year. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, thanks. My dear. Which I guess is just, you know. That's, that's, that's everyone's New Year's resolution. General. That's like my resolution every day when I wake up in the morning. Today I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to not spend too much money. <laughs> I'm going to be perfect. And then by breakfast time, it's done. Yeah. Um, I will also say it's to get healthier in many regards. Um, I do. I am battling the dregs of a cold that I've had. I feel like I've been sick for like, I basically feel like I've been sick since we stopped recording. Yeah. So what does that tell you? That we should never, ever stop recording. Well, I think my body does this thing where it's like, oh, cool, we're going to take a break. Immune system is going to take a break, too. Bam. <laughs> Done. So that's uh, what yeah, I... Yeah, we were both sick over Christmas. Yeah. And I've had, like, two different colds back to back, which has been... I have, too, which is weird. Well, I think when Ellen and I got together, we each had a cold. Yeah. And then, and then we, we switched colds. Because <laughs> we each had another cold afterwards. Yeah. So... Yeah, so that's been fun. Yeah. Um, we did spend the holidays together. We did. It was delightful. Yeah. I mean, it could have been worse. <laughs> could have been. We set our expectations low. Yeah. We always have a good time. Exceeded it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had, no, a, we had a nice time. It was time. great. We had the family all together. It was a good time. Yeah. Good time was had by all. Yes. Um. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about Bringing Down the Duke by Evie Dunmore. This is the first book in her A League of Extraordinary Women series, and it's her debut novel as well. Oh, yeah. I did not know that, but that's that's nice. Yeah. Um, we, we read a lot of debut novels, which I like. Um, okay. In fact, I think next week is also a debut novel. I like that. I like giving these authors a little, you know, not that we're some great yeah you must listen to our podcast and then you'll everyone will know how great your book is but um you know i like to get them out there a little extra love um okay so because of aforementioned sickness and just this week being crazy uh i just wrote the back cover so here's the back cover description uh (laughs) england 1879 annabelle archer the brilliant but destitute daughter of a country vicar has earned herself a place among the first cohort of female students at the renowned university of oxford in return of for her scholarship she must support the rising women's suffrage movement her charge recruit men of influence to champion their cause her target sebastian Devereux, the cold and calculating duke of montgomery who steers britain's politics uh, at the queen's command her challenge not to give in to the powerful attraction she can't deny for the man who opposes everything she stands for sebastian is appalled to find a suffrage 
suffragist squad has infiltrated his ducal home, but the real threat is his impossible feelings for the green-eyed beauty, Annabelle. He is looking for a wife of equal standing to secure the legacy he has worked so hard to rebuild, not an outspoken commoner who could never be his duchess, but he wouldn't be the greatest strategist of the kingdom if he couldn't claim his alluring blue stocking without the promise of a ring, or could he? Locked in a battle with rising passion and a will matching her own, Annabelle will learn just what it takes to topple a duke. So, Mom, what did you think of bringing down the duke? I really liked this book. Yeah, I, think, I liked it a lot. I think that's where I am at as well. Not quite a love, but I... There's, there's nothing that I can like point out where it's like, I didn't like this. I'm the same, Ellen. But there was maybe just, like, something missing a little bit to make it a, like, definite love. Here's what I will say. So I, re- I also really, really liked it. I liked all the history. Um, and I didn't even realize this was going to be so perfect for, like, our New Year's book because they, like, have a New Year's party and all that right. stuff. Yeah. Um, here's what I will say. I feel, we've talked about this before, but I feel like the cover is misleading again here. I I feel that this kind of conveys more of a Tessa Dare, goofs and gaffs, you know, all throughout, and kind of a silly, more lighthearted, where I feel this one is a little bit more angsty and serious and very passionate, and I don't feel that the cover conveys that. And I don't know that, you know, because I don't feel like I need a ripped bodice on the cover of you know, a historical romance. So I kind of like, because I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a historical romance with the kind of hmm. animated cover that this one yeah. had. Um, so I appreciate that about it. That I it, just think it's not as well. I think this is not the best I choice. I agree. But I think we're going to have to get rid, get used to it because I think that's the direction. That well, I feel like they're doing this to like appeal to new readers, but that they're pissing off their avid readers in the process not that this pisses me off but i feel that a you know mid clinch bit bodice ripper would be more appropriate for the tone of this book is what i kept thinking i i would probably agree with that anyway because i'm an e-reader though i don't always look at the cover i mean i did i saw the cover of the book but i didn't really study and i think it. because i deal more with the social media stuff I become pretty familiar with the covers yes, of these books. It's true. So, but and and you know me, I I like me a good makeout scene on the cover of a yeah book. Yeah, <laughs> and the step back that's extra steamy. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, I do think it's a really cute cover. I just think it would, I don't know, be However, better on a different book. And if you go, if you've listened to past podcasts, you know this about me. He was blonde. And if they had had like a picture of a blonde hero on the cover, I usually don't like them because they usually look like California surfer dudes who are trying to look like they're from the 1870s. And he's supposed to look very much more like Sweden, Nordic king kind of thing. And very stoic. And, you know, I I don't know if they could, I don't know if they could have pulled it off with a picture that would have made me happy. Okay. So what did you think of Annabelle as our heroine? Um, I liked Annabelle, actually. I <laughs> I really liked her. I liked having 
someone who was on the forefront of this women's movement that they had going on. I like that she kind of stood up for herself and um, and others. I like when she punches the yeah. The cop. Um, I was a little disappointed. I feel she went a little too far. Yes. When she was telling him not to marry her. And I yeah. get what she was trying to do, that she was trying to, um, like, really turn him off and make him go away and, and, you know, impress upon him the fact that she didn't love him. But I think she could have done that with just the um, the barb of, you know, hey, I was just checking you out for the our suffragist movement. You know, I've got this file on you. I don't think she needed to go so far as to drag the his ex-wife into yeah. it and say, she, you know, you couldn't see her coming, so why would you see me coming? Yeah. And I thought, ugh, that was just Yeah, everything she kept harsh. saying, I was like, ah, ah, stop, stop it, well, that's I enough. Kind of got, I got what she was trying to do, but uh, just she just pushed it a little too far for my tastes, but, you know. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, my notes are exactly the same. I thought she was great. I, um, I thought it was fun to have a historical heroine. Uh, I always, it's always fun to have a historical heroine who knows more about what she's doing in the, the boudoir. Um, and I love when she kind of like matches wits with all, or exceeds wits with all the dumbasses around her. Um, (laughs) and I love that she, gets him and gets that he's not just this like cold unfeeling man that everybody thinks he is um but yeah she frustrated me there towards the end and I feel like maybe she didn't quite have to do enough to like win him back because I felt like she went a little too far um but uh yeah I thought I I really liked her as a heroine and then on the flip side I loved when she told off his brother because yeah. I thought that that was that needed to be done, yeah. and um, you know, and because of that, then her his brother is able to say, "Look, she she loves you," and yeah, well, and I love how she's like, "I love him." She just like <laughs> you breaks just, down. You can just picture it all. <laughs> I'm in love with him. <laughs> yeah, and I love how I and also with that, I will say. Um, I always like kind of the delicate balance of having a really feminist, progressive heroine who is in a love story, right? And um, it's not just a movement of man-haters and things like that, you know, as is sometimes believed. And um, so I like that she was kind of afraid to tell, you know, her her cohorts that she wanted to marry this guy, um... But that they're like, no, that's, you know, he's a worthy adversary and all that yes. stuff. So. Well, and I did, I liked how to see, <coughs> well, I guess we'll talk about that when we talk about him. But I liked his journey of seeing, you know, I don't really agree with what my party is doing here. Yeah. Which I, in my own political views, have thought, I don't really like what my party is doing. Yeah, here. yeah. So I get it. Yeah. Um, what did you think of Sebastian as our hero? Um, grumpy hero alert. Grumpy hero alert, for sure. Uh, I loved how he was battling himself through the whole thing. First of all, he fell hard. They both fell hard. Yeah. And fast. Yeah. And, you know, it was pretty evident what was going to happen. But, um, he just fought it tooth and nail all along the way. And then, uh, just finally he's like, oh, I can't. (laughs) I can't 
and uh, I, I liked it. I liked seeing his changing. I liked seeing him softening. I liked seeing him soften, not only towards her, but towards his brother and towards, you know, his, he felt he had to be this harsh, stoic guy to get what he wanted out of life. And then he just realized what he wanted out of life was different than what he thought. Yeah. So... Um, he respects her, probably the sweetest thing about him. Yes. But he, I also like that she shows that, you know, he respects her and he supports her movement in how he can, you know, with his situation. Um, but he still doesn't really get it. And I, I liked that because I think that that a man is never really going to get it, especially right. I think back then, like right. even more so, um, it just kind of rem- it kind of reminded me of uh, I was talking to this guy who he's like I don't get why everybody's like making such a big deal about Wonder Woman. I'm like, yeah, you wouldn't get it. I'm like, it's not for <laughs> you to get. It's right, and it's the same thing with African Americans saying, you know, about what's the big Panther. deal with Black Panther? And it's like, um, yeah. yeah, you're not going to understand it because you're not African American, and yeah. and we have never had an African American superhero before. Yeah. So it's the same. Yeah. Anyway, dynamic. so that's my tan my tangent, but I it's like. There are just certain things that, you know, the other people are yeah, not well, going to get. And through the whole thing, he's like, well, don't you want to be protected? And it's like, yeah, I feel like I can be protected without having to give up every single thing that's, you know, important to me. So. Yeah, totally. Um, and I really liked, you know, I kind of already mentioned it, but this kind of, he starts off as this like, I mean, like, I was kind of like, I don't know. I don't know if I like this guy <laughs> in the beginning, um, but I like kind of her exposing his soft underbelly, as I often like with the grumpy heroes. But yes. um, but I yeah, I like that she kind of shows himself, you know, shows to him and learns about him and then shows to his brother. It's like, no, he's not. I wrote down this line. Um, oh, they had it wrong. The people who called him cool and aloof. He was a man who did not do things by halves and he knew. So he leashed himself, untether him, and he would burn as hotly as he was cold. And the dark force of her own passion would crash against his like a wave against a rock rather than pull him under. There's a lot of lines like that where I was like, oh, dang. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, yeah, this book is very like angsty passionate like there's a lot of like oof you know moments where and and that's kind of what i talk about with the cover with the cutesy cover it's like no this is a very like smoldering you know yeah sensual book i don't yeah anyway well in the whole yes in the whole battle between you know I mean, I got it. There's some books that I've read, especially historicals, where it's like, I can't marry her. She's a commoner. But for some reason in this book, the way it was laid out, it's like, okay, I get he's built, worked so hard to build this up and he doesn't want to lose it because of all these. I got it more in this book than I have in other books. So we'll talk a little little bit about that in a second. Um, What did you think of the history of this book? I liked it. And I always like books where they use like real history. Yeah. Instead of made up things. Well, he even so like he's... has interactions with Queen Victoria, which we don't right. often see in right. these books. So, I mean, he's interacting with the Queen and, and Disraeli. Yeah, Disraeli. 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 Yes, I said his name. Um, and, uh, you know, all the 
politics that's going on. And I mean, I, I have a feeling that that is very well researched and true to the historical period that, that they're discussing. And I mean, I don't know if the march that the women did was real. I'm sure there were marches, though, plenty yeah, of them. Sure. And um, well, and I found it interesting yeah. to learn more about this. I mean, I've seen Mary Poppins. I know that, that <laughs> they do that in Britain. <laughs> I found it interesting to learn more about the like suffragist movement in the UK because I'm certainly more familiar with the specifics that took place over here. Um, But they deal a lot more with like not only just gender, but like class delineation within gender and um, you know, which I think that they, I mean, so, and I, we had to deal with that to to a certain point degree but right um, well women were trying to get the vote at the same time that like if you weren't a landholder you couldn't vote yeah. and, and those kinds of things so um there was a lot of people who couldn't vote yeah and you know of course we had the same thing over here in our country but i think our women got the vote a lot later but um of course anyway of course we're always a little behind <laughs> um yeah but i uh yeah so i found all of that interesting um and i liked kind of i don't know that because we've seen other we've seen other books where it's the suffragist movement but i felt like this one really like got into it and right more of the and like, incorporated it into the story more yeah and a lot more of the kind of nitty-gritty of it so i liked that i thought it was interesting and cool and it sounds too. like we will be seeing more of it in future books yeah, I'm pretty sure we know who the other books are about. Yes, absolutely. And I think we even know who most of the girls are paired up with. But anyway. yeah. Um, okay, their conflict seems to be uh, their difference in station. So what did you make of that conflict and what did you make of the resolution? Well, and I've already talked about it somewhat. Yeah. But I think a lot of it was him, like he's been working so hard to get back the things his dad had lost from their you know, their line. And I think him finally realizing that's all just stuff. The stuff isn't as important as this relationship that I have with her. And um, because it took him a while. I mean, he just really wanted her to be his mistress. Yeah. Which, of course, is not going to happen in a romance novel. Uh -uh. But um, (laughs) but that's, uh, like I said before, I really liked his journey of realizing you know, all this stuff that I'm working towards, it's not important to me. Yeah. And, I mean, granted, um, it happens when he falls off a horse and, you know, she kind of is like, you're, you, and, you hit yeah. your head a little too hard, I think. <laughs> well, and also, it's not like he's destitute, like he's lost everything. I mean, he's still got a very comfortable living. Mm-hmm. And, um, but also, I really liked that whole scene that was written in the, where he's in the parliament mm-hmm. and, you know, he, says and i'm gonna switch parties and you know f all yells and she stands up she's like no (laughs) don't do that (laughs) but she felt like he was giving up way too much of himself and then she he yeah after talking to him though she in the rain how Mm -hmm. sexy was that (laughs) and uh yeah i loved it i loved all that so. Yeah, I mean, my heart really broke when he told her he would have proposed to her in the maze if their stations were different. And she says later, she's like, there had been no need to add tragedy to an already difficult situation. <laughs> yeah. And, um, so, yeah, that part, like, was really sad. Um, 
I I think that this book does a good job because I think that him them making such a big deal about their difference in station is more true to like the time and I feel right. like maybe in some of our other books they don't delve in it's just like yeah he's a duke and she's a shop girl yeah it's fine well i mean it's yeah. it's it's not great but we'll get together but this one it's like yeah this is a huge deal back then yeah and especially with you know he was very politically minded mm-hmm. and a lot of times our dukes in our books are not even remotely politically minded yeah. and so i think you know it it really hit home I mean, I really felt it in this book that, yeah, they can't get together. Their classes are completely different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I was with it in the story. And a lot of times in these books, I'm like, I don't get it. Why can't you just marry her? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so I thought that she did a good job. And, um, and yes, obviously the mistress thing was not going to happen. And it was kind of pissing me off that he didn't quite get, like, why – that wasn't going to work, but... Yeah. Well, I think deep down inside he got it, but he just really, really wanted to have sex with her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I thought I I thought all of that, like, so that was our conflict. And I mean, like we said, she kind of frustrated me there towards the end um, when she turns him down. But I thought that the resolution and everything was, it felt real and i liked how everything was handled and tied up yes i agree um so which upcoming book are you most excited for um probably katarina and Devereaux. is do you think that's what's gonna happen oh yeah okay i mean i I thought so too but i wasn't 100 percent sure i'm not sure who hattie's gonna yeah hattie's the only one that we don't really know and i think i'm i love tattie (laughs) i did too i'm really excited for her okay so is it weird that I kept picturing, when they kept describing Hattie, I kept picturing What's-Her-Name from Dairy Girls um, that's going to be in the Bridgerton series. Oh, the, what's her Nicola. name? Nicola. Um, I can see that. And that's who I kept picturing because she's supposed to be curvy and... Yeah. And uh, I loved Hattie. I thought she was great. I liked them all. I liked all of them. Yeah, um, me too. Well, we definitely, I'm surprised that Lucy is the next book because I would say she's probably the one that we knew the least about you know um when they introduced the guy at the ball i was like we haven't seen the last of him because he you don't introduce someone like that and then just have him walk out and i like how he asks about her cat and then um later you know when she's staying with lucy the cat shows up and she's like oh yeah i forgot to ask her about i forgot to ask how does he know about your cat (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh they should be fun and i'm i i the little that we do know about her is that, you know, she's kind of, you know, intense feisty. and feisty. <laughs> so I think she's going to be fun for this rakish playboy. Yes. So that book should be good. Um, I I mean, like I said, not quite love, but really, really, really liked. And so I'm excited for the rest of the series. And I am too. Um, yeah, I'll read it and tell you how it is because you never read anything anymore. It's true. And <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's talk about sex, baby. Mm, mm, uh, 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 uh. Um, like I said, passionate with a capital P. However, yes, I agreed. It was very passionate. And but the sex wasn't like over the top. And it wasn't overly explained. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, do we need 
this much explanation because I'm pretty sure I know what's going on. <laughs> I get I'm not it. Not a moron. <laughs> I've lived a sheltered life when I was younger, but I'm pretty sure I know what they're doing. Um, <laughs> so I, it wasn't overly explained, and I appreciated that. I appreciated that it wasn't, you know, every little nuance. I'll tell you, explained. and I'll tell you what else I liked about them is I like how she basically like prophesized what they that they were going to hit it. Like she, she like looks at his mouth and she's like, we're going to kiss at some point. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah, it happened. Yeah. I was right. Um, and like you said, I do like that she's a little more experienced because it's not like some ten, guy who's 10 years older teaching a virgin what to do. Well, and the yeah. other thing is I like that she's experienced and it's, it's not under the best circumstances, but she's very upfront. Like I, I wanted to do it like, yeah, I went willingly. Well, and I like the fact that he's not like, wait, what? Yeah. You know, you're not a virgin. I, I like the fact that he's just like, yeah, whatever. That's let's go. Well, and he let's even like this. even before they have sex, he's kind of like, there's something. He's like, she's not completely in the dark, innocent. Yeah, yeah. um, and not in a judgmental way, but just like, there's an awareness in her that a virgin would not have. You know. Yeah. And um. And well, and then it was interesting that when she, how can I say this? When she came at him orally. Yes. And then she had felt she needed to explain that I've never done that before. Just so you know. (laughs) It's from Greek, the Greeks. (laughs) I learned it on a, on a pot. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I thought all of that, I thought all of that aspect of their relationship was handled well. Um, What was your swinniest moment, mom? Oh gosh, Ellen, I forgot to think about probably the rain, the which of course is you know is the big crux of everything. I don't know. There were a lot of there were a lot. I'm of picking moments. when he proposed to her, but yeah, they when did he, have a lot. Like him going to like rescue her from the cold and or from jail or from jail. Or, that one was good. <laughs> yeah, and um, do you mean when he comes to where she's staying and pounds on the door and comes in and says? I want to marry you after you hit his head on the horse when he fell that's, the horse. So that's my swinniest moment. When I'm talking about when right. I say the cold, I mean like when he goes and grabs her right. on the horse and stuff like that. Um, that was good. Also like their and first initial library moment was really good. But Yeah, I mean, there was, yeah, there was a lot of good moments. The, um, um, but I like the scene in the rain where he just keeps pulling her closer and closer and people are watching. I was just like, yes, yes, yes. There was a lot of really good, like, little, like, not, like, grand moments, big moments. But there was a lot of, like, little, like, touches and, you yeah. know, words being said where it was just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> there was a lot of that well, stuff this in this was, one. This is one of those books where I would, like rub my feet together or something while yeah. I was in bed reading and your dad's like, what's the matter with you? I was like, it's just my book. <laughs> Getting good. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that was happening over in this camp as well. <laughs> um, okay, let's listen. Let's see what some of the listeners thought. Uh, Jesse said, I thought this book was so much fun to read. I loved that Annabelle was such a strong feminist character who still got to have a great love story. Yeah, ditto. Uh, Samantha said, yay, glad we are all back after hopefully relaxing for the holidays. I actually read this book last year when it first came out and I liked it. I had to look it up to remember details, but one of the first things I recalled is how much of a dumpster fire her cousin is. Yes. Yes. 
Yes, she definitely needed to get out of that Yeah, situation. and when she was, like, contemplating going back, I'm like, that should be, like, bottom of the list, honey. Yeah. That, and then when she got the letter from him saying, we don't really want you to come back, I was like, yeah, that's, good like, give me some more. Yeah. <laughs> um, she, Samantha continues, it has been talked about before how being a woman in really any time is not the greatest, but it always makes me extra angry when the grief comes from family. A great start to the year. Ditto. I agree. Um, Natalie says, I thought this book was delightful. It was nice to read a historical set in non-Regency time period. Yes. And I really liked the chemistry between Annabelle and Sebastian. The first confrontation in the library had me grinning from ear to ear because you just knew he was, one, suddenly jealous of his brother, and two, gonna pay for his misapprehension. Uh, (laughs) I liked that they were intellectual equals and grew to really understand each other. I would say this is more a more traditional historical than the cover would indicate. Agree. And I feel like I had really high expectations for this book to be a little more unusual. Even if it wasn't necessarily a surprising book, I still really had a great time reading it. Also, Bringing Down the Duke really reminded me of The Truth About Love and Dukes by Laura Lee uh, Gerke. I never know how to say her name. I really, I highly recommend it for anyone who enjoyed the setting here. Gerke's book is set in early 1890s England and deals with suffragettes as well and, uh, and wants to read that feels both traditional and a new surprising at the same time. Um, Lori says, I thoroughly enjoy this book. I read it when it first came out and I don't remember all the details, but I remember thinking Annabelle was a fantastic heroine. And I remember Sebastian's arc being really impressive. The journey from no way we can be together to, well, you can be my mistress to who cares? Be my duchess was quite the ride. (laughs) Um, I I think we agreed with that. I also thought the non-regency historical uh, was a fun change of pace. And I am Already excited for book number two in this series, A Rogue of One's Own, due out in September. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. And like a long time from now. I think September. that that's, <laughs> I think that seems to be kind of a movement right now. The, like, non-Regency historicals, um, which I'm on board with. You know, we've, we've I had, do. like, the Gilded Age, and we, I think we see a lot more Victorians lately. Um, so I think it's, it's good. It's all good. Uh, Giselle said this was her favorite HR historical romance of last year. Um, yeah, high praise. Allison says, I have to admit that I'm only 30% in, but I am devouring this book. I love how Annabelle is the one person who stands up to Sebastian and challenges, challenges him at every turn. I really love how they battle wits through, uh, book titles too. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's true. That was cute. (laughs) And then Allison said, I just finished this book and liked it all the way to the end. It was neat and different that a lot of the focus was on Sebastian's changing outlook. Agreed. Jessica says, I read this when it first came out and liked it a whole lot. I thought Annabelle was a good heroine, strong and independent, but I really fell in love with Sebastian and his journey to embrace his inner self and his feelings. Yes. He really has quite an ooey gooey center that was just delightful. What I remember most about the book, though, is how well it captured the longing and feelings between Annabelle and Sebastian. I am definitely excited to read the next book in the series about Lucy and Tristan. Alexandra says, I loved this book so much. All caps. This had the fun feel of other modern historicals, think Tessa Dare, etc., but it was not quite so funny or whimsical. I liked that while the characters were modern, the world was still very old-fashioned, and therefore there was a lot of brooding and intensity. I thought that Annabelle and Sebastian had fu- fantastic chemistry. It was quite swoony. I liked that they were both dealing with their own issues and their life circumstances, which meant that they didn't 
relent from their ideals slash morals slash dreams as the story went on. I found all the side characters very endearing. I am hoping that this becomes a series of books because I would love to know more about her various suffragette friends and Sebastian's brother. We now know that it is. Um, I also adored that the female friendships were so tight, not judgmental, and so focused on supporting one another. I am so tired of reading books where women don't like each other and see each other as competition. Yeah, I thought, I really liked the, all the girls, and so I'm excited to see too. all of them. Uh, Nara says, I enjoyed this book so much. <laughs> I liked that it was a little more modern historical romance. All the women and Sebastian were delightful. However, I remember feeling that Annabelle should have groveled a little bit. Uh, yeah. I mean, he offered for her, and she shot him down. Yeah. Pretty hard, too. Well, yeah, I was going to say, it wasn't just that she shot him down, because yeah. I could have... But, man, she pulled out the big guns, and that, that was pretty harsh. Yeah. Jackie says, this was my favorite historical of the year. I loved Annabelle and Sebastian together, but what really made the book pop for me was that Annabelle had a story outside of her relationship with Sebastian. Agreed. Uh, her friendship with the other women was lovely, and how they all came around to support her in the end was so sweet. Yes. Uh, singular male listener Jason says, I thought this book was so enjoyable. I have to say that I loved Annabelle. I thought this book was fun and filled with great side characters. Great. And finally, Sarah says, I just started the other day and I gotta say, I was wary of reading about politics of any kind, even though naturally I'm in favor of women voting, LOL. (laughs) Just because I've had more than I can handle of current political crap that I wasn't sure I wanted to mix my precious historical romance with a topic that now gives me a nervous twitch. Um, but it's been a delight so far and I'm really glad I gave it a try. I especially liked how Montgomery mentioned the loneliness of Duke and of the Duke and the almost star status they have that therefore made people treat them differently, either by stopping conversations when he entered a room or just simply not being honest with him in favor of telling him that they, what they think he'd want to hear. I feel like in all the historical romances I've read and I've read my share, this is something that hasn't been said a lot, but it's very true. It also adds to the reason why he's so attracted to Annabelle since she's never been shy to tell him that sh- what she thinks. They were so they were also both lonely in their own way and it was great to watch them fall in love. Heart around face emoji. Um, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I agree with all of that. Um, I will say I, you know, I also don't love to mix politics with my romance, but, um, I, I thought that. I don't like to mix politics with anything. Yeah. (laughs) I thought it, that she did a good job of kind of mirroring some of what, you know, is going on today and showing the historical connection, you know. Yeah. No, I thought it was good. I liked, and I really enjoyed reading about all of it. So. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I totally agree that, I mean, the thing that we have to remember is that like Prince Harry is a Duke, you know, and Prince William is a Duke. And so that kind of star, star status is what these guys, I mean, he was basically like a right hand to the queen. So they were big, they were big deals. So, um, yeah, that had to be like somewhat isolating because, for you know all intents and purposes no one is his equal you know um so yeah i thought that seeing that kind of explored more in historical was interesting um yeah celebrity yeah um mom any of the final thoughts on this book 
No, it was a lot of fun. It was a good one to kick our year off with. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even, like I said, I didn't even realize it was going to be such an appropriate yeah. New Year's transition book. I was a little disappointed that she missed the fireworks. I know, all right. the time. Poor they were girl. making their own fireworks. Yeah, they Hello. were. Yeah, they were. <laughs> um, so those are our thoughts and some of your thoughts on Bringing Down the Duke by Evie Dunmore. I would say a success. We would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page, our Facebook group, which is Not Your Mom's Facebook group, our Goodreads group, our Twitter and Instagram, which are at Not Your Mom's Rom, or you can email us at NotYourMom'sRomanceBookClub at gmail.com. So if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you'd like to suggest a book for us to read, we'd love to hear from you. On January 13th, we'll be discussing Well Met by Jen DeLuca. Uh, remember, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free. Don't forget to leave a review because it helps the show, and we just love reading them. Uh, all right. Thanks, Mom. Thank you, Ellen. See, See you next time. Yep. Bye. Bye. Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcasts.